0: This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason
1: and may not be suitable for all
0: audiences.
1: In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. you know that today's the anniversary of the Boston Tea Party? Where do you hear about that? Where have you heard anybody talk about that? Let me ask you. Fox News, cable news, social media. Has anybody mentioned that it's the anniversary of the Boston Tea Party? Well, maybe it's a good thing that they didn't because the people realize that the power that people really have is incredible. And it's very simple. And that is to not pay taxes. You know... Uh, The Boston Tea Party, I guess, gets reported as this protest, a mostly peaceful protest. But the British, they didn't see it as a mostly peaceful protest. They saw it for the very real threat that it was. Why? Well, because the people around the world, or in this case for for England, people around the, the kingdom, Began to realize that you know what if we just don't pay our taxes that there's not enough of them those government people to force us to pay them. Now I'm going to tell you first of all that government has some really sneaky ways of dividing and conquering. You know, uh, some of these government entities and people involved in this really understand uh, tactically how to deal with this. But it doesn't change the simple fact that the greatest weapon that people have is to stop paying taxes. This is this is something that is is completely missed from this story in China. What do they call it? Uh, sleeping or something like that, where young people are just saying, you know what, I'm just not going to do anything. I'm not going to work. I'm not going to be productive. And all of a sudden, it creates a issue where, at the very least, these people aren't paying any taxes. They're not contributing to the government machine. It reduces government's ability to act. The only ability the government really has to act is to take money from people. Then, you know, do with that money whatever it is that government's going to do with it. That's where the problems start, right? But it begins with the taking of the money in the first place. If there's no money to take, well, then there's no, there's no corruption. There's no corruption where there's no money. Where's the most corruption? Where there's easy money, like printed money. But that's a topic for another day. The point is that the power is with the people to simply stop paying taxes. I've heard uh, uh, Protestant reformists say, you know what? If you truly believe in peace on earth, then you would stop paying income taxes. People say that's a violation of the law. Then the simple answer to that is don't make any money. Beg if you have to. Live off the land, you know, and, and let God's will be done. But don't pay any taxes. Don't support the military machine. That's what they would say. This is peaceful people. That is an entirely peaceful protest, is it not? You'd see how non-peaceful government responds to that completely peaceful protest. There was a lot of peaceful and protests in there, wasn't it? I did it pretty well, though, I think. Not bad. Either way, either way, not paying taxes. That's the significance of what happened at the Boston Tea Party. said, We're we're not going to pay taxes anymore. We're going to disrupt the economic machine of the kingdom. And uh, the monarchy responded in great hostility, as was very predictable. I have one question in all this, and the reason that I brought it up. I get emails pretty regularly from people that are pretty fed up, agreed, check. People who are tired of being lied to, agreed, check. People who feel that something really needs to be done, agreed, check. Some of those people think that the answer to that is to, you know, go to, go to, go to war. And I, I, that's where I get lost. I don't really understand that. I think to myself, well, why in God's name, on top of all the other problems that we have in this country, would you want to introduce violence? More violence, you could say, makes very little practical sense. If you were going to uh, say, well, you know, the, the goals of restoring freedom and integrity uh, to our government systems and politics is that it's going to require some kind of military or hostile intervention, well, uh, history has proven that there's lots of other alternatives in, in this modern age. Why wouldn't we take advantage of those? Gandhi, Czechoslovakia, the first two that that come to my mind. It is entirely possible possible to a, achieve radical change by peaceful means. The Velvet Revolution in Czechoslovakia happened in like, I could I'm probably wrong about this, but like 45 days or something like that. Just as a practical matter for the people that, that, that pounding their fists where where, where did the, where are the battle lines in a civil war in America today? It's ridiculous outside of all that you could probably debate that till the cows come home. But that being the case, let me ask you uh why wouldn't you first ask how many people are willing to stop paying taxes? Because people don't have the the wherewithal to stop paying taxes, whether it be the financial stamina, you don't think that in a, in a war that all economic support is going to be cut off, all supplies support, that you're not going to have to be uh, seriously self-reliant in a situation like that. Who knows? Who knows what shape it would take? But I would think that practically speaking, if you were going to say I want to take a real vote of people that are willing to go to war to to support freedom in this country, how many are willing to begin with simply stop paying taxes? Many people they don't even have the ability to do that. Which taxes are we talking about? If you're a W two employee and you say, "Well, how, how do I stop paying my income taxes?" They take it out of my paycheck. Well, stop paying your uh, your real estate taxes. How do I do that? They take it right out of my mortgage payment. Don't pay your mortgage payment. Really? That's like a complete economic revolt. That was happening in parts of China, not talked about a lot. People stopped making payments on, on investment uh, loans. I don't know what became of that. Presumably worked out. I don't know. Maybe they just shot the people. You know, when you don't have freedom of the, of the press – And uh, Trump talked about this recently, put out a video from Mar-a-Lago. I don't know. Uh, Trump doesn't look the best to me. Anyway, let me keep going. There's a couple things I wanted to talk about today. As we tee up for a great Christmas uh, break here, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, Let me give you the stories. The hellish Groundhog Day trap Putin could force Ukraine and the United States into. We'll see. Russia warns of consequences if the United States sends Patriot missiles to Ukraine. United Kingdom being reported by Russia to have troops in Ukraine right now actively engaged in combat. Uh, DeSantis. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis wants to has asked the Florida Supreme Court to engage a grand jury to investigate the coronavirus vaccines. Some people look at this as a uh, as an attack on Trump. Get a load of this: a uh, committee in California taxpayer funded committee, is saying, no, no, demanding, I'll get into it with you, demanding that black people get $350,000 each in reparations. I wonder if the fools have thought about the tax consequences of that. One lump sum payment. Uncle Sam's going to say, you still got to pay federal income tax. And local, probably, I don't know, the state might have the ability to waive that. Trump's major announcement, big announcement, I'm a little concerned. I'll let you know what the announcement is. The uh, gender-fluid Biden official, this, I don't know what he did, transportation, Uh, he got caught uh, stealing luggage twice. This is amazing, really. Biden appoints this guy. Gender-fluid, they say. I would say mentally ill. Jack Dorsey responds to the Twitter files. Who cares? Lockerbie suspect abducted and transferred to the United States. Big, big, super secret story. Facebook sued in Africa. The Africans are getting restless in more ways than one, and Biden is not making them happy. Maybe he will now. I think he asked for some money. They'll pay it off. Hey, We'll give you some money. Don't make us look bad. Incredible uh, ideas on how to bring integrity to Congress. I'll see if I get time to play that, that video from Matt Getz. PA voters filed a lawsuit that delayed the certification after officials detoured from counting center into a closed building for six hours on election day. Ah, these are technical administration, uh, administrative violations. I don't even know if the courts are hearing it. These are debunked theories, they would tell you. Yeah. Can't follow the law. Why? Because the law can't be followed in Pennsylvania. Unenforceable. I said it. Horrible, horrible law, this Pennsylvania Act 77 that allowed this voting by mail. Who cares? Who cares? People in Pennsylvania don't even care. Why would you care? destroying us politically, destroying our government, destroying our sovereignty. Nobody cares. Here you go. Maybe you care about the scientists uh, create a vaccine for fentanyl, which is really pretty huge. Let's start with the Ukraine story a little bit, not as if we haven't been talking about it. So there's a bunch of stories going around about this, and I don't know what to believe. You know, honest to goodness, I hate to spread gossip and rumors, but— Let me just tell you what I know and that you got to discount at like 98% what any part or all of it is true. Honestly, I don't know. If you're not there firsthand, then even then you got to question yourself right now. So Zelensky's wife supposedly goes to Paris. She's begging for money. And I guess this time around it's, I guess you could say, humanitarian money. They're asking for money to rebuild the grid. And they're saying, you know, I don't know, millions and millions of people without power and water and heat. It sounds to me like Putin's winning the war. We're saying that Ukraine was winning the war. It pretty much sounds to me like Putin's winning the war. Why? Because Putin knows the weather over there and the Ukrainians don't. Zelensky doesn't. I don't know. So she goes over there and she asks for this money. Then turns around while she's over there and, and goes and goes on a shopping spree. Like a 40000 I I don't know. And like I said, I don't know if this is even true. Who knows? Maybe she was buying diapers for for babies or formula or something like that. I don't know. Who am I to say? But people raised an eyebrow to it. I would say that she was shopping for for herself personally. What an affront to the people around the world, quite frankly. Wouldn't you say? And the Groundhog Day trap is basically this. Putin is just uh, nailing the infrastructure in Ukraine. And, you know, they keep saying that, you know, oh, Putin fired a 1,000 drones and 9,988 of them were shot down. and But somehow all the, the people that have don't have heat. Maybe it's just a, another ruse to raise money? I don't think so. I don't think so. We're going to find out. I think we're going to find out. We're going to find out the truth. I don't know how you go... Go through a cold winter in Ukraine without heat and not have mass casualties as a result of that. And that's what looks like is about to happen. It's like a slow-motion train wreck. Is Putin prepared to swoop in and save the day? I can provide you with heat. All you have to say is, yes, we will come to Russia. I don't know. I don't know. Meanwhile, the United States wants to send Patriot missiles to Ukraine. Are we going to shoot down a drone with a Patriot missile? In other words, they don't have a good defense against this stuff. That's what I'm reading into. Nobody wants to say that. In other words, if somebody wants to launch a drone attack against the United States, we don't have a real good defense against it from what I'm seeing here. What, uh, Uncle Uncle Paul and his shotgun? You know, all these people that are ready for war. The United States hasn't been invaded because we've got... 75 billion guns for, per person. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do about those drones dropping bombs in the middle of the night? Not even, just wiping out the electric grid. It's happening here now. Who knows who these yahoos are? You say yahoos, what do you, what do you conjure up when I say yahoos? Who knows who's coming across the border? I've said this a million times. What is this this paid Russian group, the Weingarten Group or something like that? I forget the name of it. Wagner Group? Wagner Group? Is it Wagner Group? These paid private military of Russia that they vilify as if we don't do the same thing, right? So who's to say some of this Wagner Group didn't come across the the border? Like nobody's really watching. And then they're not the ones targeting our our electric uh, grid here. How many would it take of them? How many do you think it would take to wreak havoc? How many trained operators that are well-equipped with support and who could do some advanced planning, how many do you think it would take to, to, to bring this country's infrastructure to its knees? At the very least, if you said, let's say you send 100 of them in, you wouldn't send 100 of them in immediately. You'd send them in in waves, right? Five at a time. Five here, five there in a long line, right? And send them out and they'd have a rendezvous point rendezvous point, and they would establish their communications and they would carry out their plans. How hard would that be? How hard would that be to play it out? And any any 13-year-old kid who's played the Call of Duty, I don't even know what that game is, but any, any kid who's played a video game could probably chart out the same thing. I've thought of ways. I didn't want to say it on the podcast. I'm afraid to say it. I really am. I don't want anybody to get any idea. I'm not like, some of them will echo. Listen to the podcast. Here, I'm going to explain to them how to t- take down the country's infrastructure single-handedly. I practically think that you could. It's so vulnerable. It really is. I don't think so. Not single. We could probably do a lot of damage, one person, with a little planning, knowing what they could, you know, what's possible. I don't know. It's scary to think. It really is. And then with the border wide open, what is the risk that we're taking? How do you know it's not the Russians doing it to us? It's like a, a modern version of Red Dawn. You remember that movie? We're being attacked by the Russians. We don't, I'm not saying we are. I don't know. How do you know we're not? Or some other actor, for God's sake. The uh, Russians are accusing, and I think this is, I, I, I don't know. It seems validated to me. Seems validated. That's not a... An an accurate thing to say, but apparently they're saying that uh, Britain has troops in in Ukraine and it's not just the advisory or training capacity that they're engaging in special operations. So if they're sending, uh, if NATO is sending active uh, special forces into Ukraine to help the Ukrainians in active combat, why wouldn't you expect that the Russians wouldn't do the same in return? Where are we going with this? It's nuts when you think about it. What is the conflict even about? No video, no clarification, no real evidence to support anything that we hear. Nuts when you think about it. What are we talking about? Like some kind of fake World War Three? I don't even know. I really don't even know what to say. I guess we'll find out. Russia is like talking about posturing up uh, nuclear weapons in response to this Patriot, Patriot missile deployment. What we got to worry about being a a Russian nuke hitting the United States? We got to live in fear of that. My goodness, I don't know what to say. What do you do? Prepare. (laughs) I don't want to prepare. I want to just relax. I want to enjoy Christmas. Who doesn't right now with everything that's going on? Not getting better. It's getting worse. DeSantis is asking the Florida Supreme Court to create a grand jury to investigate coronavirus vaccines, saying that there were lies made by government officials. Listen, uh, I don't know if this will go anywhere. Likely not. I would imagine that the whole federal lawyers locked everything down. Can some lawyer unlock it? I don't know. We'll see. Be interesting to watch. DeSantis could be a, a big hero. Here's a, a fantastic idea. A committee was established in California to investigate, if you will, or study the idea of reparations. And they have concluded that black people should get $350,000 each in reparations, not asking, telling. In the testimony, it's fantastic, really, telling you that they are to be paid $350,000. Already in this, this study or or what have it uh, from this committee, they said, well, it wouldn't be right to give the black people, the only people that are based on descendants of slaves, presuming that there's records to support all this. I would agree that we should pay reparations to to the families of the Civil War veterans who died so that the slaves could be freed. Wasn't it the African uh, uh, elders or what have you that, that sold off these African slaves? Are they not culpable? We'd not split the bill with them? Either way, wouldn't you agree that? if the descendants of slaves people who never spent a day in slavery and you can't disagree that there might not be generationally speaking a economic shift right it sounds plausible that you know uh, 150 200 years ago the people weren't free here they were enslaved and because of that and and, and it went on and it did it did go on segregation that we have here in our community, still, pretty much, there's a legal dividing line, but there's still a very practical dividing line. It's clear and evident that there was this systemic racism that was going on that had to be dismantled, which then takes decades and decades to undo, hundreds of years, really. Think about it. Here we are outside of Philadelphia, a little suburb, and it was a segregated community long after the Civil War it had been fought and ended. People had a different view on skin color, to say the least. And you say, "Wow, you didn't have this money bequeathed. You didn't have this money passed down." It all sounds plausible. It really does. It really, really does. I just have one question. I just don't see where where do I fit into that, because I have never benefited from one single penny from my family. So how, how is it that, that, that somebody else, I, I don't understand how it didn't flush itself out in that regard. I didn't own slaves. The people today didn't serve as slaves. I've never gotten any money. They've never gotten any money. But somehow I owe them something? So if you're going to agree with that logic, I would say, wouldn't you then also agree with the same logic that the, that the veterans of the Civil War who died, to freed those slaves, should not participate in the same economic benefit, that the fatherless families at such an important time in history that there wasn't an economic impact on them. Maybe I'm one of them. Maybe I got got nothing. I don't know. I'd have to do like the, the 43 and me or whatever it is, the 23 and me, the 43 and me, whatever it is. But I think the money would go a long way. to to putting people on equal footing with the wealthy families who didn't serve, black and white. As a matter of fact, if you ask me, I'd say pay the family of of every veteran who died in combat in any war defending this country. And just to be exact, there was 1.4 million of them. And and if they didn't offer the sacrifice that they offered— None of us would be free, so shouldn't they get paid first? Three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It'll it'll never come up. Nobody'll ever make the argument. I was watching a video the other day. Cory Booker, remember that putz? He's still around. The issue of border security came up. You know what he was arguing about? Whether or not the uh, Border and Customs Patrol was enforcing employers to have a proper working condition for illegals and that they would not be turned in uh, for for reporting things yeah that's lovely it really is it, it really is it's the humane thing to do you can't argue that uh, people need to be treated well I've argued that this is modern day slavery that we're allowing to go on people allowed to come they can't come in if they're going to become allowed to come in like this why aren't they being allowed to come in legally make them citizens and, and allow them to vote? Why wouldn't you? No, they say, no, 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 we'd like them to be illegal. It's modern-day slavery, indentured servitude. How do you think that the Jews ended up in in Egypt? There was a famine. They were looking for food. They were looking for work. Crazy. I don't know. Trump makes a major announcement. uh, uh, He's putting out these electronic playing cards for $99 a piece. And uh, I don't know. It looks uh, entirely cheesy to me. It really does. I, I don't understand uh, the the thinking behind this. I guess he's going to make a lot of money off it. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's going to be a limited number available. He says, oh, they're going to sell very quickly. I don't know. You do you want? And it's Trump with uh, like in a Superman costume, and it's all. Uh, you know, computer-generated imagery. These aren't even real cards. They're just digital cards. What are they called? ITFs or whatever? $99 a piece? Does this not just reek cheap, desperate? needs? Ca- I, I'm sure he doesn't need the cash. What? Do you, am I wrong on this? I don't like it. Then I saw the video Trump put out talking about free speech, and I just, uh, I don't think he just seems to be, trying to go in a direction that's not very exciting, to say the least. What else? Jack Dorsey talking about the Twitter files. Crazy to me to think that, uh, that uh, Elon Musk is doing more to defend free speech and the rights of Americans than the entire United States government is doing right now. Amazing, really, when you think about it. Don't blame the employees. They're mired down in this political mess Lockerbie, suspect, abducted and transferred uh, to the United States. This is amazing. You say, what? What are you talking about? They picked this guy up in in Libya or whatever, uh, a private contractor. You know, uh, I forget where. Let me see. Does it have the – this, of course, is not uh, put in the um, American media. Former Libyan intelligence operative uh where was he grabbed here i don't see it u s national security advisor uh but he was grabbed i think i guess somewhere in africa um anyway they they had a a, a local contractor there seized at his home transferred to a second militia group before bringing him to the uh to the United States well anyway um It's very interesting that the the United States paid private contractors to go grab somebody out of a foreign country and bring them to the United States. But this stuff happens. Governments do this stuff. Governments do it all the time. Facebook is being sued in Africa for billions of dollars. People people aren't happy in many places around the world. And and there's a, a bit of a worldwide revolution going on. Will anything come of it? I don't know. We'll find out. Got to listen to this. This is really interesting here. This is uh, Matt Getz, I think it is. No member of the
0: House rule should be allowed to accept a donation for their campaign from a federal lobbyist or a federal political action committee. That money all has strings attached to it. And anybody who tries to tell you otherwise is lying. And when members take hundreds of thousands of dollars from lobbyists and PACs, they work for them more than they work for their constituents. And guess what? I intend to offer that amendment on the House floor in January, and I already have Democrats ready to vote for it, maybe even all of them. The sec-
1: That's pretty interesting what he's saying there. To say, hey, we're not going to take any of this money. One thing he doesn't talk about is uh, government worker unions. Listen to, he's talking about fighting corruption, claims to have the votes. We shall find second out. The second
0: thing I would suggest is that if someone is a member of Congress, they should be prohibited from lobbying for life. Why is it so hard to say that you should choose one side or the other to be on? You're either in the lawmaking game or you're in the influence peddling game.
1: And the- I would add the same for attorneys. You know, you're either in the representation uh, game, uh, you know, uh, in terms of legal or you're representing the the greater community. Lawyers play an integral role in the system. They shouldn't be allowed to bounce around back and forth. Those
0: who choose to be in the influence peddling game, go ahead, but you should sacrifice that when you get the privilege to represent 750,000 people. I intend to offer that amendment on January 3rd, and I expect that there will be Democrats voting for it. I will also introduce an amendment to have a ban on members of Congress trading individual stocks. How can we say that that is not something that dilutes our trust in markets and in governance when people are essentially able to bet on the outcomes that they have an ability to somewhat control? Uh, And I expect Democrats to vote for that. And finally, I would observe something that has really worked well in the state of Florida, a single subject rule. A bill coming to the floor should only deal with one subject. I was incensed as a freshman when I had to vote on the farm bill And whether or not to authorize war in Yemen in the same vote. And we can still have broad bills that relate to insurance or education or appropriations. But the notion that we lash all these things together does not serve our constituents and the American people. And I would expect, if we're in the majority, Democrats will vote for my amendment for a single subject rule.
1: That's amazing when you think about it. Really amazing what he's saying there. I think it will be a huge Huge uh, gain to be able to accomplish that. Do you think he'll be able to do it? I don't know. Pennsylvania voters file a lawsuit. Good luck. Say that they weren't allowed to be together with the votes. Big deal, the judge would say. Nobody's screaming and hollering. The election's done. the uh, The new incumbents are already getting nestled in their offices. Josh Shapiro, nice and smug with... Governor Wolf, we're going to have another 8, 10, 12 years of Democrat rule here in Pennsylvania. I don't know if I'll be able to take it. Hopefully I can. I don't know that Josh Shapiro will be the worst governor ever, but you watch what happens. Nothing will change for abortion that will remain the same. Taxes will go up. Crime will probably go up. It will be less favorable for businesses. And it's probably you'll get some people move out of the state. I can only hope. It's getting a little too crowded anyway. So maybe Shapiro's the right move. Who knows? Listen to this. I'll leave you with this little tidbit. Scientists create a vaccine for fentanyl. guess they make it so that it's completely ineffective. There's no point of even taking it. Amazing, really, that such a thing can be done there's one that you have to say I think it would be a good idea I would think I don't know hey God willing I'll be back in a couple of days we'll get the week started off right I'll have a little bit for you I won't be here all next week but I'll have a little bit for you lots to talk about I hope to see you there